because that's what you've said. Those are the words that have come out of your mouth. By no means I multiple times. The all-knowing father. <laughs> I appreciate uh, people just taking the words I say and, and taking them at face value. If there's not a question about a goat, I'm going to be disappointed. Oh. Well, then, Shannon, you won't be disappointed. Yeah! <laughs> there definitely is. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> Hello and welcome to A Vague Idea. This is a pseudo-game show podcast hosted by me, Nate Regolia. Each week, I subject my guests to a list of 12 topics to find out if they have a vague idea about them, or if they just want to pass. With me, as always, is my usual guest, Shannon Page. Shannon, how are you? I'm great. Hey, all right. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. All right. Nice, nice day today. We always have the best banter. We do. <laughs> we get better every week, too. Because mostly we comment on the banter. Yeah. That's what people want. They want the self-awareness, right? It's meta. Yeah, yeah. It's like a David Lynch podcast. <laughs> and and also with us is usual guest, John Paros. John, how are you? Doing well, thanks. How are you, Nate? I'm good, John. I'm good. Thank you're, you very uh, much. You're wearing that shirt um, in a really nice style. Well, uh, with the sleeve rolled up slightly? Yeah, I mean, it, it's like... I mean, it's a little bit business, but it has kind of a casual feel to it. It's it good. says I've been working on, like, something for a while. Well, no. And it roll I mean, my sleeves up a you, little. You need, like, some patches in your elbows. That's true. That, I probably do need patches. Sweet, sweet patches. Chocolate. All right. <laughs> uh, returning is special guest Brian Dixon. Brian is a poet professor, department chair at the Community College of Denver, and a baller slash shot caller. Brian, how are you? Uh, enjoyed my shot of whiskey, mind you. <laughs> Great. Well, hey, that's, we all have to start somewhere. <laughs> and uh, new to the show is special guest Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes is a graphic designer, sake brewer, sometime DJ, spoonbender, and African-American. Mark, welcome. Welcome. All right. Thanks for having me. Welcome in response to welcome. Is, yeah. is a, I like that. It's very nice. <laughs> I forgot about the bio. I'm glad you guys obviously figured that out yeah, before I, I got here. <laughs> I had one written, and then Mark was like, just use my Instagram bio. That works. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I like that. Uh, it's, so, it's got more interesting things. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, plus, it, it captures your personality well. There's sure. a flow. It has an energy. Like you do. Yeah. You know? As a I flowing do. energy. You have a flow and an energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Add that to your bio. <laughs> that, that'll get updated momentarily. Great. <laughs> Just tag the tag the podcast. Of course. You know, of course. Link link in bio. <laughs> uh, so you guys are familiar with the game. Let's uh, play rock paper scissors to see who goes first. Okay. It'll be one two three shoot and one two three shoot. No, three way. Ah, it's a three way again. Okay. One more time. A uh, one two three shoot. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mark had scissors and everybody else threw paper. So, Mark, you get to pick the first topic. One yeah. through 12. Uh, three. Number three. Do you have a vague idea about the banana splits? Yes. All right. Shannon Page, the banana splits. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll say yeah. Okay. Brian, banana splits? Yeah. All right. John, the banana splits. No, I'm out. No? All right. Mark, start us off. Talk about the banana splits. Well, they were a Hanna-Barbera cartoon from the 1960s to the 1970s. They were a split between live-action puppets uh, that were more like human uh, Muppets. They were also in a band. Uh, They drove around in a car. They released three albums and... 
they're due to make a remake of it, I believe, next year. I heard that. I heard about the remake. And it's very <laughs> off the traditional genre, <laughs> from my understanding. Yeah. But I won't spoil that in case one of the two of you know. Because Mark basically like cleared the, <laughs> cleared the alley there. Shannon, what do you got on Banana Splits? I, I was going to go with Cartoon Band from the 60s, so Mark covered it. All right, all right. <laughs> Brian? Well, I, I would say they were the precursors of VeggieTales. Oh, all right. Ooh. And uh, they were there to promote fruit by the FDA. Nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I can't substantiate that claim, but I like it. Um, so I, I believe the, the reboot is a horror film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is, it is taking a dark turn, from yep. my understanding. So so either the banana splits are going to be. I feel like it might go Scooby Doo ish. Okay. But like not in a comedy way. Right. So not Manson. They're not going to be a cult. Uh, but they might be. Who knows? <laughs> right. I don't know. They've only released, like, vague sort of ephemera about it. Oh. Like, not really gone specific. My goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, because I'm wondering if it's going to be like a... What, what's that, Five Night at Freddy's or something? Oh, like yeah, That yeah, video yeah, yeah. game, like, if it's going to tap that energy? Of, I okay, mean... Okay, well, there are, like, people in costumes, so it kind of vibes animatronic, yeah, uncanny yeah. weirdness. It might also go weirdly Sabrina the Teenage Witch or something like that. Oh, yeah, It's, yeah. like, dark, but, like, also for young people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that a vague idea is dark, but also yeah. for young people. Also. <laughs> that hip. <laughs> and if you're hip enough to follow, to follow us, you can go to Instagram at a vague idea podcast or Twitter at a vague idea pod. Nice. All right. <laughs> the young people love love plug drops. It's yeah. great. So yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, the banana splits. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I've never I've never watched a, an episode of it. Oh, myself. you should. Um. So yeah, I mean it's uh yeah. I think I need to go back, but is it on any streaming services? Do we? Uh, it's on YouTube. Where? It's on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Was it so, like a Saturday morning show? Or it was. Or was it like a HBO Fraggle Rock? Kind no, of? it was a Saturday morning. Like with Care Bears and all that? that yeah, yeah. Way? It was like, it was like, but it was like one of like the, uh, like five o'clock to like six o'clock, six thirty one. Oh, so it was like one of the early I ones. See, and I then they okay. went into the, the regular <laughs> cartoons. But. Okay. All right. Weird. Man, just like old old puppets. It, well, that and then what's that? The Sid. Uh, oh, the Sid, Sid Marty Croft, Croft stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah, has a similar aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Of just like eh, this is cute. I believe they were competing ish or some something along those lines. Now that's a movie to make. Yes, like a like HR a night, puff and like, stuff versus the banana splits. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a horror. If movie. that doesn't come into the whole reboot, then it's not worth watching. I feel like this is a obvious like all of those characters could be <laughs> DLC content for some Mortal Kombat video game in the future. Yes, since they brought all the horror act, all the horror characters into previous iterations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bringing weird puppets and shit. That's yeah, fun. yeah. Why not? Do it. I want to see puffing stuff puff some stuff. Ooh, that's his move. <laughs> yeah. All right, great job. Uh, Mark, I'm giving you two points. I'm going to give Shannon half a point, and I'm going to give Brian half a point. And Shannon, you get to pick the next topic, one through 11. One. Number one. Shannon Page, do you have a vague idea about Rumspringer? Oh, yeah. Okay. Brian, Rumspringer. Pass. Pass. John, Rumspringer? Can't wait to hear all about it. Okay. Mark, I do. Mark knows. <laughs> Start us off. It is a year where Amish kids get to go into the world and experience it and recommit to their faith afterwards um, or decide that they don't want to be Amish anymore. And 
When I worked in New York, I worked at a Broadway theater box office, and we got a lot of Rumspringer kids from Philadelphia, from uh, Pennsylvania, and oh, yeah. they were adorable. But I believe there was also a show on AMC um, or TLC or one of those networks that used to be classy and just became reality shows called Growing Growing oh, Up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about a bunch of kids that went on their Rumspringer and just went batshit crazy and drank and did a lot of drugs and had a lot of sex. Was that on HBO as well? No, it was oh. like TLC or something. Oh, TLC. Hold on, isn't that the purpose of this thing? Well, like I said, some of them just wanted to see a Broadway show. So they were like, ooh, lights and actors and people... Let's go pretending off, to be off, off Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> People pretending to be things they aren't, which is a form of lying, so we don't have that. So yeah, some of them were just sweet and wanted to like eat ice cream and use buttons. They wanted some... <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wanted some Avenue A ice cream <laughs> in Manhattan. Um, okay. I mean, buttons are great. Buckles, like, ooh, zipper. Everybody likes buckles. Yeah. Look at those shiny buttons on your shirt, mate. Right? They're they're real pearl. Wow. No, they're not. <laughs> I wish they were. <laughs> they're mother of pearl. Yeah. Mother of something. <laughs> well, Mark, what, what can you add about Rumspringa? Uh, it also played a significant part in the mid-2000s movie Road Trip. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Where Seth Green was one of the Amish people who, oddly enough, encouraged people to go out and see the world. I, you know, another addition to that, if I may. Sure, yeah, uh, bring what, it. What was the movie uh, with uh, Bill Murray and Woody Harrelson? And there's a Tom Kingpin. Yep. <laughs> Thank, <you. laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, Major yeah. Major corruption there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Um, all right. So, yeah, Rumspringa is, is uh, I, I can't even begin to try the Pennsylvania Dutch pronunciation, uh, but... I think it's just Rumspringer, close to that. I guess I could actually attempt yeah, to try, because yeah. I just did. It also uh, sounds like a German industrial band, yes, doesn't it? I yeah, thought right. it was part of Martin Luther's 88 Thesis. Rumstein and Rumspringer <laughs> on tour together. <laughs> I, I would like to see that show, actually. <laughs> just like Rammstein with followed by a bunch of... <laughs> Amish people for like a whole year. It's like a weird fish concert or something. I, yeah, that I mean that's that's just crazy enough to work. Too. Yeah, like that. I mean, at very least, you would get like ten cities. No oh yeah, problem. I love that idea. Uh, yeah, uh, it's translated into English as jumping or hopping around, and used by some Amish and Mennonite communities as a uh, rite of passage. You guys described how it works. Uh, was the show that you were describing, because I'm pretty sure we watched some reality show that was a super sensationalized thing where they basically go do, like, a real-world thing, but they're all Amish? Yes. Oh, yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Which was just, like, the one the one girl had, like, all of her teeth pulled, so she's, like, 19 and just has dentures. Yes, that sounds you familiar. remember that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. But the Amish are great. Yeah, I used to go to uh, an Amish, uh, one of those like Amish general stores with my grandmother because she lived in Delaware, and that's just in that basket of Amishness. That's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's family is from Cleveland, and they oh, yeah. sell at the uh, markets there, and they have like the best bacon in the world. Oh wow! 
What what makes it special? I don't know. I really like they don't really explain it very well, but like I know that from all the bacon that I've tried in the world, the Amish bacon is the best. The pigs oh, aren't wow. exposed to electricity, so Yes, it must <laughs> be. It, it must be. <laughs> Candlelight pigs. <laughs> Great. Uh, Shannon, I'm going to give you two points. I'm going to give Mark one point. And Brian, I'm going to give you half a point because you chimed in. <laughs> so we're doing good. Uh, Brian, you get to pick the next one. One through ten. Seven. Number seven. All right. It's time for a mini game. This is called Goofus and Gallant. Oh. You guys might remember Goofus and Gallant from Highlights Magazine that you yeah. would have read in the doctor's office waiting room as a child. <laughs> and possibly at grandma's house. I don't know. I think I had a subscription to that for a little while when I was a kid. It's a good wouldn't, time. Wouldn't surprise me. That and Ranger Rick and a few yeah. other things. Uh, but for Goofus and Gallant, you're going to make up something shitty that Goofus is doing and the nice way that Gallant does it better. <laughs> so, oh. And everybody gets to do this, so you guys think about it while it comes around. So, Brian, what is what is Goofus doing that he shouldn't be, and how is Gallant doing it right? Well, I'm going to go off of your example. Mm-hmm. Um you know, a nighttime bludgeoning of a homeless person. Okay, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Goofus. Goofus just says, move along now. And uh, promptly, you know, does good whacking. And then Gallant, I would say, move along now. And would you like a cup of tea while you walk away? Oh, all right. Yeah, Gallant, Gallant's offering some hospitality. Gallant's English, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gallant, I mean, what are you do? <laughs> Very good, very good. You could have got a little extra points going a little harder on the English thing and saying street urchin. That's <laughs> uh, John, what's Goofus doing? Uh, Goofus is riding his time trial bike on the Cherry Creek bike path. All right, and what's Gallant doing that's better? Uh, Gallant passes with a friendly wave and a ring of his bell. Excellent. Oh. That was that was very practical. I like how you brought it, brought it to real life. Because, I mean, come on. Okay, Mark, what's Goofus doing? Uh, Goofus is trying to impeach the president and doing a horrible job of it because he is involving himself in some amount of collusion with the president. Okay. Where Gallant is just accepting the fact that we don't have enough time left to impeach him and is trying to do better things with the government. All right, that's very, I I mean, very topical. I like it. I like it a lot. We can have a conversation. Okay, <laughs> Shannon, what's Goofus doing? Um, Goofus walks into a restaurant and goes to the hostess station and just says, two. Gallant walks into a restaurant, goes to the hostess station and goes, hi, how are you doing? Two, please. Excellent. <laughs> Very practical, too. Great job. <laughs> All right. John, I'm going to give you two points. Shannon, I'm going to give you two points. Uh, Brian, I'm going to give you, uh, let's see. Well, I really like you bringing the homeless bludgeoning thing around. <laughs> so two and a half points. And, uh, and Mark, we're going to talk about your, uh, <laughs> your thing. You're going to get two points. So uh, I, I, I agree on, on one hand. Uh, what I've seen is a common argument uh, following the release of the, well, the release of the summary of the Mueller report is people saying, like, uh, you know, let him focus on his job and doing things. And I and I keep coming back to the point of, well, he's had all this time to have done something productive and hasn't. Like, at any point, I mean, I think we're all agented to say, great, you're doing that, 
I'm going to go ahead and try to solve problems in a way that works for everybody. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of what I think you're advocating yeah. for. Is let's let's start working on the problems. Yeah. Let's there's stop plenty working. of other problems. We don't have to keep kicking this can or <laughs> playing with the wheel or whatever whatever kids in the 20s did. Uh, it was the hoop and stick. <laughs> hoop and stick. Playing with the wheel. <laughs> hoop and, is, is that a, is that an Amish thing? Yeah, it is. It is. Hoop and stick. Your hoop and stick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, that went well. Um, so, John, you get to pick the next topic. It's it's one through uh, nine, I believe. I'll yes. take the last one. The last one. John, do you have a vague idea about the film Kids from 1995? Um, I guess I have a vague idea since I'm going first. Great. Mark. Oh, yes. Okay. Shannon. Yep. Yes. Okay. John, start us off. So, if I remember, it was kind of like a, it was like a pseudo-documentary, like shot in a documentary style, but not necessarily like true to life, but it kind of tried to touch on some really, really like, how would you say, like, uh, um, kind of extreme issues of children in like, you know, their, I think, 14, 15-year-old age, um, kind of early teen age, mm-hmm. um, stuff like, you know, drug use and AIDS and and pregnancy and all that stuff. I, I don't remember exactly what the storylines were, but I'm leaving it open to these experts here. That's, that is a good opening summary. That's a solid log line for, for what the movie uh, attempts to cover. Mark? Uh, it also covers uh, skate culture in mm. New York, the uh, 90s. Uh, also stars a very young Rosario Dawson in one of her first acting roles. Also stars one of Shannon's co-workers for a little while. Who is that? I don't know. Didn't you work with Chloe for a little while? No. I thought you did. No. Didn't you frequent one of the rave shops? What? That she worked in? No. Huh. Well, then never mind. <laughs> I'm still asked to our understanding. Never mind. <laughs> Come up with this good story. Oh, around man. This. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought you for a while you worked at least with her for a moment or worked near her or visited a, a shop that she worked at. For a while? I don't think so. Uh, the guy that played Telly, mm-hmm. he was also on The Wire. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's the story I remember. He had a bar that I frequented that's a lot. That's the story I'm remembering. <laughs> oh, which, I mean, that's, yeah, cool. Shannon, <laughs> Shannon so many pies. A lit, a lit. So many pies. <laughs> <laughs> so many pies. Yeah. <laughs> Historical pies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, it was also one of the top-selling soundtracks uh, at its release. Right on. Oh, it good. did have a good soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. John Spencer Blues Explosion was the top song off that one. It's a band. Yeah. That's not a song. No. It's <laughs> a band. It was on the soundtrack. <laughs> I didn't say it was the song. <laughs> Shannon! Um, it was directed by... Harmony Kroengren, who also directed Spring Breakers. And other things. And other things, <laughs> but I really like Spring Breakers. <laughs> Nothing like James Franco with cornrows? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, That's I thought awesome. so. Yeah. Um, lots of neon. Um but that's that's spring breakers. Oh, it's time. Uh, yeah. yeah, kids did not have lots of neon. Um, yeah. That's all I can add. All right. Yeah, oh, it took place in New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian. Oh man. Um, 
You, it, yeah, Telly is is one of these things. You follow Telly mostly throughout this whole movie, really, and how kids deal with boredom and there's some nihilism involved oh. as a thread in this movie. And, uh, you know, Rosario Dawson is very telling because she's like, I have HIV and I gotta go t find Telly at the end. And here's Telly going after somebody, other girl and and it's just awful. Oh, didn't you know? his character, like, his character loved to sleep with virgins? Yeah. Yes, that was his main thing. Yeah. Because they don't know what they're doing and I know how to do it and I can tell them, you know, and... Um, you know, and one of the one of the more more interesting documentary shots, as John said earlier, is when he steals that forty and sticks it in his pant leg oh, yeah. and just walks down the street with it. And I was like, these guys are ballsy, but yet I want to be those guys. Right. Especially if you're a male, you kind of want to be those guys in a way back then, because yeah. I was only eighteen when I saw that. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, it's a, I think it's a fantastic movie and just showing how kids deal with growing up and unsupervised in a way and how real and harsh uh childhood it can actually yes. be like uh, or at least like the the middle part of childhood yeah but nobody's right? not really teased in that movie besides the guy in battery park i think where the, oh yeah yeah where they bludgeon him with a skateboard yeah you know like, like the wrong end of the bludgeoning <laughs> yes yeah, like, not like the flat end but the yeah. truck's end oh yeah the Ouch. truck's end yeah. yeah good point yeah uh yeah great job 1995 uh independent coming of age film directed by larry clark but written Harmony Corinne. Yeah. yeah. Well, fantastic uh, dialogue. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the Chloe we kept mentioning by her first name is Chloe Sevigny. <laughs> My bestie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chloe Sevigny. Yeah, we were totally. Oh, that one. Going to Telly's bar. That's where you worked or some place or something, but that I, I could be mixing it up. Yeah. It centers on the day in a, a day in the life of a group of teenagers in New York City, which I also think is really interesting because it does like. It feels like the time feels like it passes in both ways. Like it goes really fast and it goes really slow in the way that I think when you're a teenager, especially like you're aware of time, especially when you're just screwing around in a, in a really different way. Yeah. Um, and it was it generated a lot of controversy when it was released because of the drug use, because yeah. of the sex. Interestingly, music in the movie is by Lou Barlow, uh, who you might know from Dinosaur Jr. or Sebado or the Folk Implosion. So that's kind of nice. And uh, it had a budget of one and a half million dollars, made twenty point four, which is pretty pretty phenomenal. So there you go, kids. So I'm gonna give John a, I'm gonna give John two points. In two points, John. All right. That was a good starter. Yeah. 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 If I can start it, I can usually do something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give Mark two and a half points. I'm gonna give Shannon uh, two points. I'm gonna give Brian uh, two more points as well. And we're uh, back to you, Mark. Wow, One go, through eight. I'll go with three again. Number three. Do you have a vague idea about the tree goats of Morocco? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, tree goats. Um, actually, I don't. No? Well, I'll say yeah. I might be able to piggyback on something once Mark starts it. Okay. Brian, tree goats? Uh, those goats got me this time. Nope. No. All right. If Shannon can't piggyback it... <laughs> I'll try pigging, piggybacking it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Are those the fainting goats? They're not. Okay. Then I'm, then I'm misinformed on my goats. Then. So All right. I don't know y that. Your much. goat, your goat is gone. <laughs> yes, my Somebody goat is gone. Goat. Shannon, what do you got then about this goat? They're goats that can climb trees. That is correct. Yep. That's all I got. <laughs> John, 
Yeah, anything? I want to say that these are the goats, like, responsible for goat yoga. Like, you're, like, you know, in table pose, and the goats, like, climb up onto your table back. Table pose is key. Oh, yeah, I wonder they, if like, they climb do. up there. I mean... It's like they're climbing a tree or something. I, I, I think that's interesting. I don't see anything about it here, but that's okay. Do I get that's points okay. for piggybacking? I, I like it. <laughs> yeah. You're goatybacking. <laughs> when you see that goat on that branch in table pose... You reach Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Mm. I can't think of a... Never mind. I was going to make some <laughs> sort of bah-related thing. That shit is so adorable. Anything. I don't have any the goats? that, like, agricultural urge myself, but <laughs> seeing those goats, like, climbing on everybody, it's it's pretty, uh, it's darling. <laughs> we, have a, we have a weird, uh, renewed obsession via social media with, like, farm animals. Oh, yeah. And, and sort of infantilizing them in a new way. Does Which, it lead to any movement? Uh, like uh, downward I mean, dog. It, it leads. It leads to goat yoga. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's specifically what it leads to. Sun salutations. <laughs> How come you couldn't see that, right? <laughs> so, although I haven't seen them use the screaming goats for screaming therapy yet, which would be really impressive. That's okay. Well, yeah. there's a laughing. We need to write. We need to write some letters. <laughs> we need to go to change.org and set up a petition, and we will get the screaming goats going. I think there's movie theater in Denver where you can go and they just set up chairs and there's goats walking around while you're watching the movie um, they should bring in the screaming goats and show horror, horror movies, movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes the whole thing it's way cheaper than hiring teenagers to sweep up all the popcorn and everything yeah, yeah. Up, right because the goats just gonna eat like the entire cup that the soda came in <laughs> if my understanding of goats is accurate yeah I don't think it is uh, so the Moroccan tree goats uh, specifically climb Argania trees, oh. which have a nut that these goats eat. It's a little bit like uh, a koala situation. They really oh. like this specific nut, so they're going to get up in those trees. So they're drug addicts. I was going to say, does it knock them out? I don't, know. I don't know if they're as stoned as koalas are. <laughs> yeah, my understanding is koalas are either high or very volatile and yes. shitty. And that's really the only two gears <laughs> koalas operate in. That's Makes a them... gross mischaracterization. They're sleeping like 22 hours a day. That's fair. It's because they're high. Of course they're great, man. Of course. Excellent. Uh, John, you're gonna get a point. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give Mark a point. I'm gonna give Shannon a point. And Brian, you passed, didn't you? You <laughs> yes, did. Yes, I did. So, uh, Shannon? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Your, <laughs> it's your turn. You have one through uh, seven. One. one seven. Number one, Shannon. No. It's time for Palm of the Tears. Each week on Palm or Palm de Tear, I'm going to present an object. Uh, Pomme Pom de Terre translates in French as apple or potato. It's an apple. Shannon, you're going to have to tell me whether the <laughs> object that I produce, which is a swing line stapler, is an apple or a potato. It's an apple. Why is it an apple, Shannon? Because the most famous swing line stapler, stapler is the one from Office Space that's bright red. And while this one isn't bright red, it wants to be red like an apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that works. All right. Well, hey, Brian, do you, do you agree? Do you think it's an apple or do you think it's a potato? Oh, my gosh. What do you got? There's no way to beat that guy with that red stapler. Um, Mil- Milton burns everything down. That's what Milton, I'm saying. Milton we didn't start the fire. No, um, he did. He, <laughs> he, he started that fire. Exactly. I remember that episode. He started that fire. <laughs> or was it the movie? You're talking about the movie. Oh, I was talking about liquid television. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> he starts <smoking> the fire. <laughs> 
Um, no, I, I got I got nothing to add to that apple. All right, that you don't have to, John. Do you think it's an apple or a potato I or do you have the energy to argue with her? You don't have the energy. You're not you're not gonna fight it out. Mm. All right. Well, my my first question is, does it have staples in it? I don't know. You can look. Okay. I, I didn't check. <laughs> It has staples, so it's an apple. It's useful. If it were unuseful, it would be a potato. Oh, why do you say that? Potatoes can be batteries for clocks and stuff. But it's a, it's a common expression with most electronics that if it's an unusable electronic, it's a potato. Ah, all right. And an apple, as <laughs> evidenced by the laptop I'm using, that despite being half crushed, still works, <laughs> is, is an apple. Great. Okay, well, I'm going to give you a point, Mark. And Shannon, you get a point. And Brian, you get to pick the next topic. One through six, five. One through five. Four. <laughs> no, what? Pick one through five. Maybe there's one a through six. six. <laughs> pick one it. through six. I, I swear it's one through six. Five. Number five. Great. Well, Brian, do you have a vague idea about Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi? Uh-huh. No. Okay. John? Kid Cudi? Mm, yeah, I might take a stab at it. All right. Yes. Mark? Yep. Shannon? <laughs> yeah. Okay. John, start us off. Kid Cudi. I think Kid Cudi was a rapper, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember from the 90s. I don't know who you, what crew he was on, but... You're, you're correct. He's a rapper. You got that. Mark, what do you got? He, he is a rapper. He uh, is not from the 90s. He's more from the, the later 2000s. He works a lot with uh, Kanye West to produce a lot of his music. Uh, he also... He's an advocate for mental health issues. He released two albums and then went on a hiatus for a couple of years before releasing his next one, which was all about mental health issues, mm-hmm. and then recently came back with Kids See Ghosts, um, which was uh, one of his newer projects. Very good. Remember when I said Mark was going to be good? <laughs> I know. <laughs> just like, yeah. Uh, Janet, he, what do you got? He, he did a version of Pursuit of Happiness that I like. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Very good. Uh, the, the main thing I would add is I'm a big fan of Comedy Bang Bang and the mm. IMC TV show. Kid Cudi was the like band leader on the program for oh. the second half of the third season, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Once. Weird Al came in. And after uh, Reggie left. Yeah, after Reggie left. and Yeah, yeah. Uh, great guy and really talented, I think. like All of his music is excellent, and he has been really uh, important on advocating the, the mental health issues because he deals with depression, I think, is the yeah. thing. Yeah. So, great. Good job. John, you get a point. Shannon, you're going to get a half a point. Mark, you're getting a point and a half. Brian, you passed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a that's a big zero for you, my friend. <laughs> a lot apple to you, sir. <laughs> Hey, a zero is is a continuous shape. So there's something whole about that, even though there's nothing there. Right? That's a, that's a positive way to look at it. I'll enter the void. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. John, you get to pick one through five. Uh, number five, please, Alec. Number five. Well, it's time to play Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, God. you got to sound <laughs> like Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of that uh, startup that turned out to be bullshit. Uh, you need to sound authoritative to be successful. You don't want to sound like a kid when you're talking about your projects. Can't be all good. I actually do this at work. So I think you sound I, like a kid at work. No, no, no. Oh. You, you, you. Lower much like octave. her, you lower your your voice. Yeah. Oh, you're a woman in the you, workplace. Oh, no, okay. I guess. <laughs> my bad. My bad. So each one of you is going to talk about your new product 
in a real deep voice. John, talk about your new product in a I real deep voice. No? No, I'm passing. He's passing. <laughs> All right. You don't want to just pass in a really deep voice? <laughs> try to try to garner half a point? No, I'm not playing I'm not playing this game. Alright. Mark. Oh, a new product, huh? Um Well <laughs> If we were to introduce the new swing line stapler system, it would employ uh, three different apps and four different young teenagers to applicate those apps and enjoy a cloud-based synergy that would affect a global unification method. I love it. <laughs> Is it vertically integrated? Of course. Excellent. <laughs> Shannon? Uh, I'd like to add to what Mark said, and um, <clears throat> I've been really looking into the gamification of the swing line stapler lately, and I think that using social media tactics and vertically integrated Generation Z, and Millennials, we can really gamify the system and make it a complete success across the board. Excellent. Yes. Let's. <laughs> what we want is repeat purchases from individual customers <laughs> at all costs. <laughs> Brian? We, 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 <clears throat> make it, you got to make it sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, could you say you got to make it sticky one more time? I just want to pull it. We will integrate the new make it sticky top of the line. <laughs> Staples into the Swing Land Stapler system to promote the new concert series over off of Dubai in the Palm Island and promote it as the Palm Fire concert series. Nice. Palm Fire. I like it. We're piggybacking a brand. But we're taking it to a new level. Plus, kids love sticky stuff. They like Spider-Man. We're there. Okay, good job. Good job, everybody. Hey, John, I'm going to give you a point for being resistant. <laughs> Mark, I'm going to give you a point and a half. Shannon, I'm going to give you uh, this, two it is, points. It is imperative to be resistant. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just have to. Shannon, you're getting two points because you actually have to do this shit to get by in a patriarchal society, and I'm sorry for that. And I, think, and I hope all of the rest of us are, too. And Brian, I'm going to give you a, a, a point and a half as well. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, Mark? We'll just stay with three. Number three. Do you have a vague idea about Billy the Kid? Yeah, I do. Great. Shannon, Billy the Kid. Yep. Okay. Brian? Big idea. Okay. John? No, as no? the fourth, I'm going to pass. You're just going to pass? Yeah. All right. If somebody... It's like story Nobody time mentions for John. that he rides a horse, and you could have just said, yeah, he rode a horse. That might have been a thing. Well, you ruined it, Nate. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mark started off, Billy the Kid. Uh... William H. Bonney uh, was an outlaw in the Wild West, uh, famed for having killed multiple people, but in actuality, according to him, not as many, uh, followed by Pat Garrett uh, for many years, but also rode with Pat Garrett as a sidekick. I'm going to let Shannon handle the part that I think she wants to handle the most. Uh, but uh, portrayed in multiple movies by multiple people. Uh, uh, mm. Yes! Uh, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> also... As a side note, the uh, nickname of very famous Colorado skier. Oh, what what skier is that? Uh, Billy Kid. Oh, well that makes sense. <laughs> just just drop a thought in. If only I could just go by Nate the Regolia. That would yeah. be nice. He was a he was a very very popular guy who used to ski in Aspen all the time oh. and uh, was I believe an Olympic level uh, skier for a while and also made appearances in a lot of Warren. So they just they just said wow. we just need to add an article here and then we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, look, it's it, 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 a joke from the day, sorry. 
I mean, it, it, you knew that Chance the Rapper's real name is Chance Rapper, right? He just added the... the yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's W-R-A. No, there's gravitas to the... the, the, the. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> Billy the Kid! Portrayed by Emilio Estevez in Young Guns. All right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um... Was he a wooden Emilio Estevez in that particular depiction? No, or? no, no, no. no. It's, Evocative. It's uh, it's the one where he goes, "I'll make you famous." Ah, very good. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. And he also goes, "Regulators, mount up," which is also the beginning of yes. Orange. Yes, yes. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Although it's not him in that. It's uh, Charlie That's, Murphy. Yeah. In it. Oh, wait. What? what? No, the character. Right. Not, not. Not the. Yeah. No, but the the guy that plays Charlie in the movie. Oh yeah, it's uh, is it Kiefer? No, no, no. It's the guy from uh, Three O'clock High, whose name I can never remember. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't. He's sure. the bearded, scruffy guy, pugilist. <laughs> I like that hand movement. Scruffy that's, pugilist. That's that's the movement he uses. I'm I'm showcasing ye old timey boxer hands. Right. <laughs> for those who are who are not visually. It looks like you're calling for face mask. Yeah, yeah. Those are those of you who cannot see the podcast. <laughs> there was also a I'm gonna get this word wrong. Dag daguerreotype. Yes. Of the daguerreotype. Daguerreotype mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was sold in Colorado like three years ago at the Wild West convention. Wow, and that is the only known picture of it, right? Not true. There's Not a true. second one that they oh. believe is a further daguerreotype that uh, shows him at a ranch with a couple of the regulators. That's right. That's right. But they're not 100% positive, but they do believe that that is the second photo of him. Right, right. Wow. Right. But the one you're talking about is the one that yeah. general populace knows. If you're thinking of a picture of him, and the, and old that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does, does that make anybody a little sad that, like, we'll all die and there will be, like, thousands of pictures of us that people can easily access and go, wow, yeah, we really... Nothing mysterious <laughs> about that person. They had a green shirt. They had a brown shirt. It's like they you... slowly got older. Like, <laughs> curl buttons. Yeah. yeah. They, they eschewed buckles for buttons despite their Amish heritage. I mean... <laughs> it's like you didn't watch the new version of a time machine where they had that whole library where you could just... It, watch all of humanity right which, simultaneously cool but also terrifying oh yeah very it's too much to know <laughs> we know too much brian billy the kid oh man the only thing i can really add is that he was you know killed in new mexico um there's right? yeah. and he ran with or, the james brothers for a while or maybe not or maybe not but uh it, if you ever visit cimarron new mexico there's bullet holes in the gold kit carson bar there where the james brothers fought and uh, Billy the Kid was reputedly to go through there. Yeah, all so, right. Yeah. Is he? Does he appear in the? There's the movie about the guy that killed Jesse James. No, he's not in that. So. He's, he's already that. dead by that time. I, I just don't think he appears in it. I don't know if he's dead. I don't know the timeline. Okay. Yeah. Well enough to say for sure. Is he in Red Dead Redemption too? Does yes. Know? Yes. Oh, he, he is. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he totally comes in and just shoots up a whole bunch of people. Great. I love it. <laughs> John, you sure you don't want to add? So, I, no, I just want to like recap on what we've learned here. So he was basically a cowboy, a guy that is reputed to have existed, and we might have some proof of it. Uh-huh. And he was also the subject of a few movies. That's true. Yeah, it's like Clint Eastwood. And he rode a horse. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great job, uh, Mark. I'm giving you two points. I'm going to give Shannon a point and a half, Brian a point and a half, John. I'm going to give you half a point for summarizing what we learned. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> do, 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 do. And uh, Shannon, 
It's up to you. One, two, or three. One. Number one. Do you have a vague idea about Bildung's Roman? No. It's all one word. German word. <laughs> in case the, in case you thought it, they said Bildung's Roman. That's what I thought. It was yeah. a guy named Bill with the last name of Dung, and he had a Roman. Yeah. Bill Dung's Roman. Yeah. I still don't know it. I still okay. don't know it. <laughs> I don't know Brian knows. John? Can you spell it for me? It is B-I-L-D-U-N-G-S-R-O-M-A-N. No, no idea. Okay. Mark? No. Wow. We stumped Mark. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's not impossible. I don't know everything. <laughs> the podcast is going to stump Mark. <laughs> Brian, let's talk about Bildung's Roman. Uh, conventionally, it's just coming of age. I mean, it's the Rumspringer, if mm-hmm. we want to do another callback. Um, and at least in American literature, you really read about this with Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's traditionally how you dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes in so many other forms. Uh, it's there. Uh, Joseph Campbell is all about this with you know, Hero with a Thousand Faces. So it's all over the place. And Bill Dong came up with this idea? <laughs> <laughs> Some white dude in the 19th century who was at the MLA convention and said, we need a word for this. <laughs> and you need to put a comma right there. Right. So don't argue with me. MLA. <laughs> um, MLA 2019. Yeah, uh, Bill Dong's it's technically a novel specifically dealing with one person's formative years or yeah. spiritual education. It's a German word. A lot of edification, I should say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 to Kill a Mockingbird is a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are tons of these. Like, pretty yeah. much every book that you read, honestly, in school is one of these as a, as a parallel to our own to our own education and growth. Hmm. Yeah. Great. Brian, I'm going to give you... Uh, let's see. The latest one I would add to that is just the... Uh, you know, set aside his sexual harassment for the moment. Uh-huh. It's Sherman Alexie's True Diary of Part-ni- Part-Time Indian. Oh, it's yeah. It's one of the most popular one in the last 10 years, yeah. I would say. And it's, it's a good book. No, it is. Yeah. It's a great book, yeah. He just shouldn't have sexually harassed people. <laughs> Indeed. But then all of them... Did. All, all, look, did. They did. Come they on, did. man. They did. Just stop doing <laughs> it. They did. Stop doing it, man. <laughs> stop taking child brides. Stop taking child other things. Stop doing all of it. Just, just be creative and not shitty. The more you know. <laughs> so, Brian, I'm going to give you two points for that. Um, everybody else passed, so goose eggs around. Brian, it's your pick. Do you want six. one or two? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have six. <laughs> one. Number one. Hey, it's time for the bonus question. <laughs> for this bonus question, you are tasked, each of you are tasked, to name three famous child actors. And I, I counted. There are plenty that, like, it's I, very I don't think so. I don't think this is possible. There's only, like, four, and, like, he's going to get them all. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, can you can you name three child actors? Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Uh-huh. Macaulay Culkin. Great. And, oh, man, what is her name? That was an E.T., Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. Yeah. I remember her name. I remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a decent actor when she got older. If you had Okay. Uh let, let's how can I how can I get you there with a with a silly word game? 
I mean, it's... It, it, it's also Webster, of if, course. If you, were, if you were to illustrate something... Webster was a full-grown adult. That was the problem. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Don't say that. I know. <laughs> Okay, to, to go back to go back to your your ET one, your your first name, you are illustrating in the past tense. What's what's that word? Illustrating in the past tense. <laughs> yeah. Drew Barrymore. There you go. That's done. Excellent. Well done. No, I, I appreciate your, gen- your gesticulation <laughs> of very similar to the Pugilist. Still, yeah. you know, I'm just making. I'm just trying to make things happen. John, three child actors who aren't. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, Drew Barrymore, or Kirsten Dunst, which, I mean, by picking Kirsten Dunst and, and Drew Barrymore, that was a pretty deep dive, at least for where the tip of my brain goes. John, what do you got? Shirley Temple. That's oh, great. Nice. Very good. I don't know. I don't really remember actors' names. You can describe them in a film if you want. We'll get there. We can get there. Nate'll act it out for you. I will. Yeah. I don't have to do the good ship lollipop tap dance. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but would you? For the home oh, audience? Oh, man. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. But Alanis Morissette. Yeah, she was on... Uh, she won oh, some sort of Canadian. Canadian. You can't do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh that's that right. Yeah. Great. Oh, my cool. gosh. Okay. I thought she was only on that... Um, you can't do that on television. I didn't think she was on... Kids Incorporated? Yeah. Um, they're both... Canadian shows yeah, yeah, on Nickelodeon. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, so then how about Drake, too? Great! Yeah, yeah. Drake yeah. counts. Cool. Good job, Mark. Uh, Sean Astin. Okay. And yeah. I don't know if you're going to count Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen as one oh, yeah. choice nice. or two, because nice. it was a unified thing. But in case you are, uh, will we? Unified thing. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I would have I would have counted them as individuals. Did the Singapore House get canceled? I, I heard about it, but I was like, Why? No, they just got rid of. I think oh. they just kicked Lori. Uh, oh, because of the yeah, but it's still of, going? because of the everybody cheats and to get into college thing. Like uh, I don't know why these you know re- how revelations they killed about, her off the show. No, I don't think they killed her off. I just think something needs to happen on Full House. <laughs> She'll just move out of San Francisco because she was gentrified or something. Oh, okay. we we watched we watched uh, we watched it like the first two seasons of Fuller House, and basically the conceit is that they've all moved out of the house. <laughs> So like just like DJ and Stephanie, Stephanie like Ooh, living them. Yeah, they're living in the house, and Stephanie's raising or DJ's raising her kids because her husband died. He was a fireman, and he died in an accident. So they're all raising. Was the it kids. her accident? I don't think she caused it. Are you sure? But I mean, she's a veterinarian, so you never know. She yeah. could train some birds to catch a building on fire, and then <laughs> been like, hey. Handsome guy, go over there so I can have a love triangle I mean, on this program. Seem, seems like insurance fraud. That's oh, yeah. all I'm saying. Plus, I mean, her husband's like a hockey player. You would think he'd, he'd, he'd be better better equipped for this. Yeah. It's terrible. Real life husband. <laughs> anyway. Shannon. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Oh, uh, right. that's a good one. Um, Candace Bergen. Yeah. Oh. Not Candace. Well. No, not Candace Bergen. Uh, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, Kirk Cameron. Sister. But Kirk Cameron also. Yeah. Candace Cameron. Nice. Um, Candace Cameron. Beret. Yeah. Candace Cameron Beret. Uh, She's married oh, now. River Phoenix. Oh, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Good job. Everybody gets a point. That was excellent. And uh, so, where were we? Me. John. I'll take the last one. You get the last one. Do you have a vague idea about fontanelles? Uh, Brian better know. Fontanelles. <laughs> Struggling over here. Already. I guess I'll take a stab at it since I'm the first one. Okay. Mark, fontanelles? I think, I, I think I've got a vague idea. Okay. Sure. Great. 
Why not? <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a say to my daughter. But if there isn't already an indie rock band called the Fontanelles, I want to start it. I think you just did. Cause yeah, I, I think we're in the band. Yeah, this yeah. is the band now. Great. Okay, John, start us off. Fontanelles. I, I'm thinking of Chanterelles, but all oh, right. I think Lovely that's mushroom. A, that's a mushroom. I don't yeah. think that's right. Okay. You, you, do I you have any guess? That's all I had. All right. Yeah. That that's cool. Uh, Mark Fontanelles. Um, it's a uh, ligature on combined fonts, uh, mostly specifically between an I and a J. Ooh, I don't know. That's not what I'm thinking of, but I like that. Oh, he's just making that one up. <laughs> that, was, that was very convincing. That was very convincing. You're, you're uh, blushing. Me. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was rapidly. <laughs> I was very rapidly Googling to be like, has this been repurposed in some way? <laughs> Partially because you haven't lied to us yet. So I was like, okay, well, he's probably on to something. <laughs> that's what a good po- like a poker player that like, you respect. Like, that's what you thought. No, he, he plays every hand straight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I got air two. Shit. Fontanelle. Um... Uh, it's a snail. It's a snail. <laughs> I like it. All right. Great. Brian, do you know what fontanelles actually are? It's a new single-celled organism that has come up, uh, and Jenny McCarthy is the one who's been promoting it because it's up in vaccinations. And uh, right now, there is currently no cure for fontanelles. Wow. <laughs> I really thought that you would know because you have a child, <laughs> and this is the this is the only thing related to actual babies that we have on the entire thing. A fontanelle, colloquially you know, colloquially known as a soft spot, is an anatomical oh. feature oh, of an right. infant human skull, comprising any of the soft membrous gaps between the cranial bones that make up the calvaria of a fetus or an infant. It's a squishy bit. Yeah. There you go. That's way better. Oh my gosh. In reading about this, I also found out that no, when you if you touch a baby's soft spot, you are not poking them in the brain. That is inaccurate right. and incorrect. Ooh. What are you poking them? It's in? like plate tectonics, really. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's ba- basically the fontanelles exist because the skull has to be in multiple pieces mm-hmm. so that this uh, brain structure can pass through uh, the tiny birth canal of a woman's body, which. Uh, I think we o- would I all be terrified about by that. Oh my god! <laughs> I did read about that. Thank you. So yeah, yeah. Like, no, only because of the birth canal, because you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> you're right there. I hope you weren't in it. <laughs> I mean, I know Sarah. Sarah might have like needed help, but I hope you weren't in there. <laughs> Look, I'll go in and get him. This is like that. Those fontanelles need my help. Let me go <laughs> grab the shoehorn. <laughs> This is like a Thai soccer team situation. <laughs> I have a submarine and I will go in. Hashtag Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> great job. Everybody needs to kill time for a couple minutes while I add this up because I didn't add as I went. So talk talk amongst yourselves. It'll be fun. Or I'll just cut all this. <laughs> I think there is a name for what you described. Oh, there is. Yeah. I, I just didn't know what a fontanel was. So. <laughs> I thought I'd just go for it. I mean, I had a pair of twos. I might as well have played the pair of twos on the last round. It was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> there was just about something in your eye. Issues. I was like, mm. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do score roundup. Uh, 
John, you, you have fourth place with nine points. Well done. Uh, you earned a lot of points in uh, dissension, I guess, <laughs> as best as I can say it. I'm not going to answer that. That's terrible. Great job. Uh, Brian, you have 12 points. Got third place. Well done. Uh, Shannon, 14 points in, in second. And Mark has won with 16 and a half. Well done. Thanks for having me. You, you, knew, you knew a little bit about everything. And actually kind of a lot of bit about everything. <laughs> like literally being able to just quote the first four paragraphs of any summary of any entity that we ask. So that's great. So you get to do the first plugs. So talk about something that you're passionate about, whatever, whatever you want to plug. Um, so super passionate about the Colorado sake scene. Uh, so uh, I used to have a brewery, but it had to close down. But there's another brewery in Rhino called uh, the Colorado Sake Company fantastic stuff they're doing some amazing stuff um there's also some really amazing sake bars around town uh the uh mizui zakaya and the lohai sushi den and departure in cherry creek excellent great shannon what do you have to plug i don't think i have anything today okay nope all right <laughs> <laughs> i like that you thought about it i appreciate that brian what do you have to plug uh, my writing group, The Visitor Realist, will be doing something in May, but uh, yeah, look out for it on Facebook and Instagram. Do you have a group? Uh, is, is there a visible realist, uh, visceral realist group on Facebook? That has gone the wayside of the Fontanelles. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Merged together. <laughs> like so many baby head plays. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, yeah, yeah, find, you'll find it somewhere. We'll, it, it, hey, Brian, if you let It'll us know, we'll, we'll post it on our social media for, for the audience, Woo-hoo. too. Uh, John, anything to plug? Not for lack of passion of this world. I have nothing to claim. All right. Too. That's fair. Um, a- as usual, I would just ask anybody who's listening to go to Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify, and rate and review us. We really... Uh, need that lift, honestly. It's it's nice to have people know that we exist and that it's kind of fun to listen to us. And if it's not fun, I mean, I don't know. You probably turned it off already, so why am I talking to you? Uh, also, you can follow us on social media, as I said earlier, at A Vague Idea Podcast on Instagram and at A Vague Idea Pod on Twitter. And you can follow me on social media, at Nate Regolia. If you want to be on the show, come be on the show. We still have a review challenge out there that if somebody gives us five stars and leaves a review that has simply in the text, poop, you can come on the show. (laughs) I've already been on the show. You will be a guest (laughs) on the show. All you have to do, five-star review and summarized with the word poop. So that's fun. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Vague Idea this week. Uh, We'll be back again with more hilarity. And, uh, yeah, we'll have you back, Mark. And we'll have Brian back, too. Yeah. Eventually, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you've you've been on a good time frame. Like, we had you on, like, four episodes in, and you're back around 26. So that's great. And, yeah. Yeah. Mark, we'd love to have you back. Yeah, Um, Maybe maybe for the upcoming like Stump Nate episode, you, Ooh, might, you might be a resource. Or maybe sure. we, or maybe we'll just do a Stump Mark episode oh, too. No. I don't know. <laughs> we can see what happens. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to a vague idea. Uh, bye. bye. See ya. Bye. A vague idea is written and produced by me, Nate Regolia, with Shannon Page and John Peros. If you like this podcast and you like anime, you should check out my podcast with Sean Grolkowski called You Better Believe This. 
That's found at moleholeradio.com. If you like science fiction books, you should check out the press that Sean and I started. It's called Space Boy Books, and you can find us at readspaceboy.com. 